Welcome to the audio handbook of the Marvel Universe, a character-by-character look at the coolest heroes and villains that Marvel Comics has to offer. You can thank us later. For now, just listen. What's up, Cool Breeze? It is me, I see Robots. We're back for another super informative episode of the audio handbook of the Marvel Universe. That's the one where we take a look at uh, some of the coolest characters Marvel has to offer through the lens of the seminal guide, the handbook of the Marvel Universe. This week, we're going to take a look at a character known as Werewolf by Night. I don't know a lot about this guy. We're going to learn together, but until we get there, let's light that incense. Let's bang that gong. Let's, let's get, get it on, on like, like Don Kong. Kong. You're listening to Werewolf by Night is one of my favorite character names of all the guys in the Marvel pantheon of characters. I like it so much because it is so, it's so descriptive. I mean, who is he? Well, he's a guy, and at night he becomes a werewolf. He is a werewolf by night. I just... I like it, man. I've, I've heard other people tell me that they think it's really silly. They think it's really dumb. But I'm just like, bro, it is so it is so evocative of what our guy actually is. You want to know who he is? He's a werewolf, but only at night. It's just it's just great. And I also I also really dig it because it shows how deep the uh, pantheon of Marvel characters are. You got you got obviously you got superheroes, but you also got monsters. And if you want to dig deeper, you have romance characters, you have western characters, you have so many great things. When Disney when Disney purchased Marvel Comics, they did themselves such a service. They um they they added to what they already have by like 10 20 folds. Now, you look at the the Disney characters, you know, your Snow Whites, your whatever, and there's there's a lot of depth. There's a lot of things for them to mine there, but it is nothing compared to the universe of Marvel characters. If you if you look at what they've already done so far, they've really only like like hit the the tip of the iceberg as it were. They've done they've done superheroes, but with the recent addition of Werewolf by Night and some of the other cool guys who show up in this really great Werewolf by Night special that's presently on Disney Plus. They they're starting to tap into the monster characters, and there is so much there. You got like a Marvel's Dracula, you got a Marvel's Frankenstein, you've got a Marvel's the Zombie. You have Hannibal King and the Vampire Hunters, who they've already kind of you know they've already touched on over in the Blade movies. I mean, geez, you've got Blade. You have got so much. I I just think that there is going to be a lot a lot of fun stuff coming out of this new. This new Werewolf by Night show that uh, I just watched the other day. I mean, you got Man Thing. Man Thing is great. Shout out to Ted. Shout out to Man Thing. But let's let's start on this. Let's uh, well, the the place that we always start is we take a look at the um the ver- various physical details. You know, the height, the weight, first appearance, things of that sort. Personal details, height, weight, and that sort of thing. His name, his legal name, his government name is Jack Russell. He legally changed it from Jacob Russoff. That is so money, dude. You go and you change the name to that of a dog. His current alias, Werewolf. Previous alias is John Doe, the pretty boy, the shaggy man, Werewolf by Night, the wild man of Borneo. All those are great. Affiliation. Now, these are all formerly. He was a member of the Midnight Suns the Legion of Monsters, the Night Shift, and Sarnak's Army of Fear. He is presently single. Gals, he's available. His gender, male. Height, 5 foot 10, weight, 200 pounds. His eyes are blue. 
his hair is red. Unusual features. He is a werewolf. <laughs> I, I, yeah, that is definitely one. Origin, werewolf. Living status, presently he is alive. He is in the Earth 616. He was born in Transylvania in Romania. His identity, secret. He has dual citizenship. He is an American and also a Romanian. That's very useful, I would imagine. His occupation, wanderer. Adventurer, former sanitation engineer. He lives off a trust fund set up by his mother. Education, he's a trust fund baby vampire werewolf. Just a werewolf, not a vampire. His education, high school graduate. His base, he's currently mobile because he is a wanderer slash adventurer. He was created by Jerry Conway, Roy Thomas, and the great... Mike Plug, his first appearance, Marvel Spotlight number two, February 1972, the year before I was born. That's that's all interesting stuff, dude. He uh he has blue eyes. He's five foot ten. He weighs two hundred pounds. That's a little heavy on the uh, you know the the five foot ten side, but you know nevertheless, it's still still within what would be considered normal. I I really dig that name, Jack Russell, though. That is just so great. When I was when I was watching the Werewolf by Night special, he says his name is Jack, and they don't they don't go out of their way to say Russell because they know how funny and how silly it is. But it is funny. It is silly, but it's also it's also really great. Shout out to the Jack Russell Terrier. Let's uh let's move into the next next phase. The next phase of discovery, where in which we are going to learn a little bit about his background, his origin story, as it were. Character bio. Like how did they get their powers and stuff like that. Jacob Russoff was the elder of two children sired by Gregor Russoff, a Transylvanian baron and scholar. Russoff's ancestor Grigory first brought lycanthropy upon the family when in 1795 he tried to avenge his wife, Louisa, by staking the vampire king Vlad Dracula. He was bitten by a female werewolf in Dracula's service. Because his children were born before that event, Grigory's descendants did not immediately become werewolves themselves, however, the curse on the Russoff family only needed a catalyst to trigger it. In the mid-1950s Gregory Russoff, great-great-grandson of Grigory, acquired a copy of the Darkhold, which includes the secret origin of lycanthropy. By reading that passage, Gregory activated the curse and became a werewolf. He sent his wife, Laura, to her Native America with their children for their own protection. Gregory was eventually killed by an angry mob. Laura Russoff married again, to a man named Philip Russell. Jacob Russoff became Jack Russell, and with his sister Lisa was raised in Los Angeles. When he turned 18, the curse struck him in turn and he became a werewolf. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie to you guys, not a lot of that makes a whole lot of sense to me. Like, homeboy had ancestors who, like, one of them... One of them stabbed Dracula himself, but like they put a curse on him or something. I don't know. It seems like it seems like his family was somehow like deeply tied into this whole this whole werewolf thing. Our guy Jack Russell ended up just kind of kind of like a sad victim of this whole thing. It's like you mess around, you find out, man. If you don't want to get involved with the dark arts, your best bet is to just like stay away from it entirely because it might lead to your ancestors becoming werewolves. It's it's all wild, man. You don't want to 
You just don't want to open yourself up to these dark magics because you just don't know how it's going to turn out. But one thing I can say, it's more than likely not going to turn out very well for you or your ancestors. It's just don't mess around and find out, dude. Don't mess around with these dark arts. Try to stay nice. Try to stay kind. Try to stay polite. Or it could be that your great-grandson very far in the future will in fact become Jack Russell, the werewolf by night. Let's uh, let's move forward, man. When you get into like fantasy elements and monster elements, a lot of it just like, it just flies over my head and it's not intentional by any means. It's just, I'm not, I'm not that kind of guy who can understand these kind of things like Tolkien and all these, all these mysterious stories that people love. They just, they just go right over my head. They just go right over. I just don't understand. I don't get it. But let's let's move forward. Maybe a lot of it will become more clear given time. The night before his 18th birthday, the first night of the full moon, Jack inherited the curse and became a werewolf. The next day, at his birthday party, Jack escaped and transformed again. During this time, his family's driver, Maxwell Grant, who was an undercover agent for the commission, damaged the brakes of Laura's car in retaliation for Philip for cancelling his payment. They blackmailed him and Laura with the fact that their father was a werewolf. His mother was seriously injured in the ensuing crash. And Jack and Lisa suspect Philip was involved in her death. His mother as she was dying revealed his true origin, and made Jack promise never to raise a hand against his stepfather until he died. He changed into a werewolf again on the third night killing Grant. But the faint memory of his commitment to his mother kept him from harming his stepfather. The Hellrunners a motorcycle gang attacked Lissa and was driven off by a werewolf who was shot while fleeing the police. Jack decided to leave the area out of fear of hurting his sister as the werewolf. So, a little bit more of the Jack Russell story is starting to unfold. He became a vampire, and then, like, his chauffeur killed his mom or something because they they knew that they were vampires and something, something called the Commission. They don't even really go too deeply into what the Commission is. This is all... Right from the handbook. I'm not. I'm not making any of this up. This is all from the handbook. We don't. We don't know a lot about these guys. The commission, but they don't. They don't sound very good. They have people like inside of your family's hiring practices, like pretending to be people, pretending to be drivers, people you can trust, and then then they like flip on you. I I don't know, man. Using using the fact that somebody's a werewolf as a bargaining chip doesn't seem sound because what's going to stop that guy from becoming a werewolf and destroying you at the next uh the next full moon and that is in fact what happened but i guess i guess that he he was regretful which is which is one of the, that's one of the tropes of a vamp um, werewolf rather when you become one you go berserk and you kill people and you bite people and you rip them uh, limb from limb or whatever and then you wake up like you wake up covered in blood. You wake up with, like, the taste of uh, human flesh in your mouth. And you're just like, oh my gosh, what happened? What have I done? And then then you have some, like, scary motorcycle gang in here. This is um a lot of, like, various 70s things going on. You got, like, secret undercover commissions. You got, like, motorcycle gangs. You have all this stuff. It's all, it's all, it's all very confusing to me. But a lot of... 
a lot of these Marvel origin stories, I feel like they get a character, they want a werewolf. They want a werewolf in their, in their, uh, you know, their stable of characters. And they gotta, they gotta try to find a way to make this werewolf into something they can use. So they get these guys and they come up with the best story that they can. It's like, you start with the end result and then you try to fill it in from there. I, I think that, I think that might be what's happening here. Maybe like, maybe the werewolves are popular. Maybe that movie, The Howling, had just come out. Maybe an American werewolf in London was in the air and people, I think that came later, but maybe these things were in the air and people like, you know, why don't we, why don't we get a werewolf? Stan Lee's like, you know, let's get a werewolf. Jim Shooter's like, maybe, maybe we could have a werewolf and that would be cool. We'll leave it up to you. Make somebody, we're going to call him a uh, werewolf by night, uh, Jack Russell. Just fill in the blanks. And that's, that's kind of what you have. Imagine, imagine this. I was just thinking about this. Imagine you're like, like a vegetarian or a vegan, which I realized wasn't like a big thing in the seventies, but imagine that is in fact what you are. And you wake up and you're just like, oh my gosh, I think I ate my chauffeur. I think that I ate my chauffeur and now I can taste him in my mouth. I, I guess you lose those vegan superpowers. Shout out to Scott Pilgrim if that's what that's what happens. But uh, I I don't know, dude. This this is all weird. This is all kind of silly. Let's uh let's jump into the next little bit here from the uh, handbook. For about two years, Russell became a werewolf by night during the full moon. He took precautions to lock himself up, but sometimes the wolf escaped. During that time, he never took a human life although several of the persons he encountered were scarred or crippled. Mysterious beings known as the three, three who are all partially lifted Russell's curse, he could change shape voluntarily at any time and retain his human intellect while in werewolf form. He became an occasional crime fighter, once encountering Iron Man in New York. Unfortunately, the curse still applied on nights of the full moon, when the wolf's mind supplanted Russell's. He designed a virtually escape-proof cell for those times. Alright, things are, uh, they're starting to get interesting here. A few of the things that I notice is that while he did turn into a werewolf and he did go out there and do werewolfy things, he didn't kill anybody. He only crippled some people, and I don't, I don't know if, uh, I don't know if that's very good, honestly. I mean, killing people, of course, is bad, but crippling people is almost equally as bad. Imagine you're just like, you're out there doing whatever. You're just like, you're living your life, you know, you, you maybe you had like a late dinner, it's nighttime, the full moon is out. You encounter a werewolf who mauls you. He rips you limb from limb, but like, he leaves you alive. You're not dead. He's only ripped you limb from limb. It's like... I don't know. Maybe in some way he finds that 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 allows him to sleep at night. I never killed anyone. I only like ripped somebody's arms off and ate it. I, I I don't know, dude. And then then it goes as far as to say that like he becomes a crime fighter. He he meets a uh, Iron Man and becomes a crime fighter. That's that's I don't know, dude. I don't know if that is like the the best reflection upon Iron Man allowing him to continue on after ripping ripping people limb from limb. And then then there are these um these three guys that he encounters. Three who are old. They change his whole thing. They they change it so that he can become a werewolf whenever he wants or whatever. I I did a little research into these three guys. Three who are old. And they only ever really appeared in the Werewolf by Night comics. They aren't they aren't like 
like a uh, godlike being that covers the whole Marvel universe. It seems like they're only they're only godlike in 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 the universe of the werewolf by night. But I I don't know. Maybe maybe this is one of the reasons that our homeboy werewolf by night wasn't really like a giant character up until he got his own TV special. Maybe maybe that's why because maybe these stories weren't all that awesome and maybe all that guy really had going for him was that like he had you know he had a fairly cool name werewolf by night i don't i don't know let's uh let's move forward a little bit more a devil worshipping cult led by skylar belial tried to capture russell for use in a satanic ritual if they sacrificed a werewolf and transfused his blood with theirs they believed they would become werewolves themselves for almost a year he fled from the cult. With help from Moon Knight, Russell finally confronted the cultists, and several of them died in the melee. Returning to Los Angeles, Russell found that his werewolf side was becoming stronger each month. He contacted Dr. Michael Morbius for help, but he escaped and had to be subdued by the West Coast Avengers. Russell met Iron Man again while rescuing his sister from Morgan Le Fay. He joined Dr. Michael Morbius' new team, the Midnight Suns. Jack Russell remains a reluctant adventurer, though, hoping that one day he can lift the curse. Again, things are starting to heat up. He has some Satanists looking for him. These these Satanists also want to be werewolves. So they're just like, if we capture this guy and we take his blood and stick it into our blood, we can be werewolves. I guess they also could have had uh, Jack Russell bite them and then they could have been werewolves. But that's, that's a little risky. As we know, our guy is prone to crippling people and ripping them limb from limb. So it's better... Better to do the transfusion, but then he's on the run. The Satanists are after him all over the place. And who does he call to help him? Moon Knight, who we learned about in a previous episode. Dig back in the archives. You can find the Moon Knight. You'll learn all about that. Moon Knight's another guy with his own with his own TV program. So Moon Knight helps him out. There's a fight. And then, then who does he also reach out to? Dr. Morbius, who also is another movie character. Well, these other guys are TV characters. Morbius. Morbius is the one who's the big movie star. And speaking of Morbius, I I actually saw the Morbius movie when it was in the movie theater. And I gotta say, I didn't think it was that bad. People like to really make fun of it. Now, I also didn't think that it was that good, but I... I've honestly seen worse superhero movies, so I don't feel like this is this is the worst of all. But it had to, uh, you know, it had that whole meme thing going on, so I don't know. But then he helps him out. Dr. Morbius, you know, he's like really good with this kind of stuff. He's a doctor who's also like a vampire. So he knows about dudes who are like vampires and werewolves and all this stuff. So him and Moon Knight, the West Coast Avengers, the ultimate 90s, 80s team up, it all... It all turned out pretty decent, I guess. Let's, um, I don't know. Let's move forward. There's, there's a lot going on for this guy who's mostly kind of like a minor character, I gotta say. Powers and abilities. Like what can they do and such. Jack Russell can transform himself into a werewolf, which is a human-slash-wolf hybrid of supernatural origin, through sheer force of will, usually by meditating on the image of a full moon. While in that form, he retains his normal intellect, is capable of speech, with some difficulty, and looks more like the classic werewolf. 
During a full moon, however, he changes involuntarily, loses his cognitive abilities, and looks more like a wolf than a human. Superhuman strength, while in his intermediate form, he is able to lift about 1,500 pounds. His more wolf-like form, during a full moon, is somewhat more powerful and he is capable of lifting one ton. His strength also extends into the muscles of his legs, allowing him to leap, from a crouch, roughly 18 feet into the air. Superhuman stamina, the werewolf's musculature produces less fatigue toxins during physical activity than the musculature of an ordinary human granting him superhuman levels of stamina. He can exert himself at peak capacity for several hours before fatigue begins to impair him. Superhuman agility, the werewolf's agility, balance, and bodily coordination are enhanced to levels that are beyond the natural physical limits of even the finest human athlete. Claws and teeth, the werewolf's claws and teeth are extremely sharp and tough, enabling him to rend through a variety of substances including fabric, wood, cinder block, and even some metals. What, uh, what I really like about this part is that he can make his transformation take place merely by looking at a picture of the moon or focusing on an image of the moon. That's, that's pretty cool, man. I wonder if he carries, like, a little picture of the moon in his pocket, just in case. Just in case he has to transform. I, myself, I would do that, just to be on the safe side. You never know. You never know. But, he also... But he also turns into, like, a uh, wolf-like, lupine, dog-like, canine-type thing. When he, when, he, when he, like, looks at the photo of the moon, he's, he's more, like, human-like. He's, like, a human with fur and all that stuff and, like, a snout and whatever. But then if, if the moon gets him, the real moon, the full moon, then he becomes, like, a dog. Like, a vicious beast of a dog. Let's, let's take a look at his, um, his strength level. Our guy can lift about a ton, I believe is what it said. So that, that puts him around the strength of Morbius. Morbius can lift a ton. The Guardian, Hannibal King, who we know from, uh, Blade 3. That was Ryan Reynolds in Blade 3. Lady Death Strike Puck from uh, Alpha Flight, Toad, Toad from the X-Men movies, uh, Deacon Frost, Gorilla Man, who I'm not really too familiar with, but he does sound definitely cool. He's about as strong as Deadpool, Anaconda, guys like that. He can jump 18 feet straight up in the air. That's definitely a useful skill. He can slam dunk, dude. He's like that gorilla in uh, Arizona. The Phoenix Suns, I think it is, who have the gorilla. That guy can, like, jump in the air, like, off a trampoline or whatever and do, like, somersault dunks. Our guy, Jack Russell, he can do that without the trampoline. He can just, like, jump in the air and do, like, a uh, somersault dunk, which is which is pretty cool. He has claws, obviously. He has teeth, obviously, because he's a dog and he rips people limb from limb. All... All very interesting. What I like is that they, they've, like, mathematically quantified the abilities of a werewolf. If you've ever, if you've ever seen, like, Lon Chaney or whoever it was who played the werewolf in those movies and wondered, like, what his abilities were, now you know. He can jump 18 feet in the air. He can lift about a ton. He has super agility. He's pretty fast, you know. He can, like, move side to side really well. And he, uh, he also has claws and he has teeth. I... I, I don't know, is it time? It's time. Let's go on the online right now and take a look at, like, some comics and some merch and see just what we can find out about this guy, Werewolf, Werewolf by Werewolf. Night. Other stuff like, what was their first appearance? Is it valuable? Any cool toys or anything like that? You've got mail. 
Alright guys and gals, we are now on the greatest of all the online marketplaces, a site that goes by the name of eBay. Let's uh, let's take a look at the first appearance of our guy, Werewolf by Night, and that is... We are not finding it. The, the most popular comic in, in the entire run of Werewolf by Night is number 32, which is the first appearance of uh, Moon Knight. That's that's like a three $4,000 book. But the, the first appearance of our guy, Jack Russell, is in fact Marvel Spotlight number two. I had to go back into the guide. Let's, um, let's take a look. Marvel Spotlight number two is a comic that goes... This one goes for like the two, three, four, five hundred dollar range. Obviously, more if it's graded. People are asking like a thousand for like graded eight and nine. Let's see if anybody's paying for that. Nah, not really. Well, here's one sold for eighteen hundred. Here's another one sold for thirteen hundred. These are all these are all graded in the nines. So that's that's definitely going up. I would say right now because of the uh, the special, but. By and large, I do think that if you looked around a little bit, you could find one at a, a much lower price. I think you could probably get it for like 300 bucks If you really, if you really looked, has there been a Werewolf by Night action figure? Doesn't really, doesn't really appear that way. Oh, here is a Marvel Legends monster box set. Let's see who's in there. Oh, in fact, there is. This is a pretty cool set. I remember when this came out, now that I'm looking at it, I remember seeing it on the on the shelves and I did definitely consider it. You get you get Marvel's The Zombie, Marvel's The Frankenstein, Marvel's Werewolf by Night and Dracula. This is a sealed one. Somebody wants they want 200 bucks for it. But if you want just the 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 Werewolf by Night himself, you can get it for like 25, 30 bucks. Here is here's a Werewolf by Night statue. I don't No, that is in fact Jack Russell. He had a statue. Our guy actually has more stuff than I ever would have imagined. He's been on a couple magazine covers, which is pretty neat. I, I, I'm a little surprised, honestly. I thought maybe there might be a figure. Has he ever been a mini-mate? No, does not look like he's been a mini-mate. Looks like that one Marvel legend is going to be the, the limit there. But still, that's a very cool set. You get all four of the monsters in one thing. So I gotta say that is pretty tight. Guys, I hate to do this to you. But we're going to have to cut this one a little bit short. When I when I first started recording this, I thought I had the whole night dedicated to it. But in fact, I do not. Here's here's another model kit. Werewolf by Night model kit. You can get that for 60 bucks. It's it's what you would expect. He looks like a werewolf. But guys, I thought I had a lot more time tonight to do this, but I in fact do not. I I feel the call of the moon. I feel as if I am transforming myself into a werewolf. Oh! Not really, but I wish that might be fun. But anyway, we're gonna we're gonna get up out of here, guys. Let's uh, we're gonna get ready to log off. And until we meet again, I apologize for the brevity of this last segment here. But uh, make my marvel. This has been I See Robots Radio production. I See Robots Radio is a listener-supported indie if you like what we do and we make your day a little easier, please consider tossing a few bucks our way to help keep the life support running. All money collected goes to help us prepare for future space pirate attacks. Go on over to supportthereport.com for all the details. Thanks and have a great week. Uh -oh.